0: And this is First
1: Time Films, and we are talking about the gunfight, the OK canal, all that jazz. It's Wyatt Earph, it's Tombstone Jack, how are you? I'm OK. Uh, I had a very strange experience on the way back through uh, work today. Oh. I bumped into a woman at a train station I was went on my train, and okay. she starts speaking to me as if, like, she knows me. So she's like, uh, she, I think she said, H- hello, love, like, how? Oh, how are you? Like. Is if, oh how are you, how have you been, kind of thing, right, right. Like, right, I was like I'm okay, um, how are you, and she went, oh I like your hair, who does your hair, I went, <laughs> uh, a guy called Sean and the table, right, <laughs> didn't know what to say, started like pure rubbing my head and that, like, like what's going on, and then uh, she just drops her shopping bags down, she's like, oh it's weird being back in Giffnock, a lot of ghosts, <laughs> a lot of ghosts, <laughs> I was like what, She's like, do you know what you ever get that where just a place is like dead unlucky for you and you know all that? Like, ah, no, it, like people, you know. I, she was, I grew up in Giffnock, you know. I, I live in newston now, Newston, right? What the fuck? Yeah, wild. And she's just like a lot of ghosts, a lot of ghosts. you uh, ever like, get that way? I'm like, no, I'm not a fucking batshit crazy, <laughs> like medium. <laughs> I love that type of story, man. Which uh, is
0: oh, oh, a lot of ghosts. <sighs>
1: yeah. So I had to actually endure that for the rest of the train, didn't it? Because you know that way she talked so much to me that I couldn't like not get on the train when the train arrived. Was you she know. like old or? Was oh she really? yeah, she was old. I uh, she was like one of these kind of uh, uh, Mrs. Rogers for school. Um ah. you know what I mean? Like kind of. Wiry hair, like pinned back, like grey, grey coming through it, but kind of still kind of dark, you know. Uh, you're, painting, you're painting a picture. A lot of ghosts. Aye. I think big that's like pharma great boots on. She had big farmer boots. It's a very strange, strange situation. I found myself in. She needs to write I'm a glad book. I could share it with you. Yeah, I think she needs to write a book about this. The ghosts
0: of Greenock, you know. The so are, t- Tell Gifnuk. us who these ghosts are. Giffnock. I guess not. could be the sequel, you know.
1: I ended up having to just tell her my life stories And she was like Oh I know it very well Started talking about Ayrshire And if you moved into Ayrshire nobody ever comes back And I was like You are a psycho man <laughs> I love things like
0: that I love when people pass things off as sayings and like they've never been said before Oh, do you know what they say you have to air and hope that's I you. That's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's genuinely me. you mate you've done that multiple times you've written it into script
0: oh I know I know it's fucking it's funny though it was my pickle and stuff like that a lot of ghosts anyway are anyway, we talking
1: about a movie or something I
0: don't know a lot of ghosts into so, 1993 western film that stars uh, Kurt Russell Val Kilmer, Samuel L. Like Bill Paxson the actor with the greatest name in the planet, Powers Booth.
1: Oh, great name.
0: Michael B. Great name. Great age. Great age. Great name. <laughs> right. Do you have a Wikipedia page in front of you for Tombstone? No way. Cool. It was made on a twenty-five million dollar budget. How much do you think it made to the box office?
1: Oh, it's funny because I did I knew the I did see that it was twenty-five million. Uh, 140 million. <laughs>
0: Seventy-three point two. So mm. still a success, just not as much like success as you're thinking. But yeah, double it. But mm. well, it still makes it the I think it's the the sixteenth highest-grossing Western film uh, of all time.
1: Sixteenth? That's hardly anything to fucking shit. That's about, still quite. You said that like. It's wow, still good. Gr- it is what? the sixteenth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, and then no, how many westerns have been made? Because you think about the shit westerns that have been made, you know.
0: Yeah, there's so many Westerns, you know. And well the thing we'll get into it. there's a lot of behind the scenes shenanigans with this movie as to why it wasn't like awarded Oscars and nominated at awards and stuff like that. And it comes right. down to Kevin Costner. Um just sort of I'll just briefly tell you about it. Basically Kevin Costner was making Wyatt Earp uh eh, the movie, like right. around the same time and basically said to like studios and producers and anyone who will listen, hey, like just like don't help Toonstone out. Like try and try basically try to bury Tombstone uh, right. any possible and opportunity did he, that hold he could... Some sort of uh, power. Sort like, of yeah, it was, power, I I it was Kevin Costner. It was Kevin in the nineties. You know, he was so everyone
1: who everyone wanted to work with. Yeah, but so, I mean, I'm, t- I'm still thinking like Cut Russell, man. He's he's got fucking some big balls on him. You know what I mean in terms of
0: exactly. Oil, like, well, well, that's a the lot. Of,
1: there's a lot of st- obviously you've not, you know, you've got Val Kilmer who's. Less known, I suppose, in this, but yeah, still don't well, know.
0: there was an, there was another um, there was actually a director attached to this as well, the other behind the scenes thing where Kevin Jar it was maybe his first job, but he got sacked a month in filming. Um, so he was replaced by the credited director on the movie, George P. Cost Cust- Mattis However, mm. there is a lot of debate as to who actually directed the film because Kurt Russell has came out and said that he basically directed the movie. And there has been reports that basically supported that, that this George P Cosmatis was basically a director in name, if nothing else, Um, and it was actually Kurt Russell who did it. Kurt Russell said that, George has said that is not the case. (coughs) That's interesting, so I wonder
1: uh, if it was to be true, like what... Actual position did this guy fill? Because if he's not directing it and he's letting the actor just fucking run him up, then what is he actually doing? Is he just? I think um, it was, he just an AD? <laughs> like just becomes
0: well, basically, yeah. Well, kind of, but he's got the director's credit. He goes down in the annals of history as the director of Tombstone yeah. officially. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a there's a book that was released in 2018 called The Making of Tombstone. That if you want to know more about this stuff, go check that out. I might buy it. I love hearing about other movies that have just been a shambles behind the scenes. Um, it just <laughs> makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> At least I didn't have a budget. Um, but, um, and also, uh, Dan Murrow did like a really good video on uh, behind the scenes, doing as well. On
1: his uh, just, that's a weird um, one though. Like, I I just um, I have never really heard of, Like if Kurt Russell was just calling the shots and stuff
0: on on set. Tom Cruise basically does it these days. I
1: can tell you that for free, but you wonder, like, like, why would uh It's just a bit of a dick move for Kurt Russell to just have a dig and be like, "Yeah, he took the credit," but like, I'll tell you right now, man, I fucking directed that. Uh, yeah, that's
0: a Kurt bit Russell shit, and that, it's pure George. Man. I'm, I'm, imagine Kurt, Kurt Russell saying it though. Um, like he uh, Russell basically I, said, "Because because I mean, Mattis was brought in as a ghost director as a front man because Russell did not want it to be known that he was directing the movie." Uh, Val Kilmer has supported Russell's statements about working heavily. Right,
1: so it's even, it's even. Oh fuck! I didn't even get that he was uh, effectively trying to fucking hide the fact that he was doing it. I thought he, if he directed yeah. it, he just let it be known that you're directing yeah. it. I'm starring in it, and I'm directing it. That's yeah. how you fucking make your
0: money, surely? Why? Well, let, why? Why get a guy to ghost direct it? Um, as you can probably tell from this, Kurt Russell was a massive fan of Wyatt Earp, which basically. Is the sole reason this movie ever gets made? Because you have Kevin Costner making a lighter movie, as we've already said. We yeah. have director problems. We have this studio just like you know what I mean. They've pumped all this money in here. Uh, apparently it was sheer force of will in the fact uh, the part of Kurt Russell that got this movie over the line. But I, what did you make of <laughs> Tombstone overall? Before we continue, like what are you overall thoughts the movie? <day? laughs> no, I fucking loved
1: it. Mate. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> uh, I thought I twenty five million well spent. Uh, to be honest, I think costume is brilliant, and Kurt Russell just carries it. To be fair, uh, but yes. you've got great it's like. A, a, just a great array of characters on both sides of what is mm. you know a proper a proper war that's going on you know like a yeah it's, a, it's I don't know it was very good very easy follow um, exactly the Do
0: you
1: only know what thing it's it? just a little bit oh, long I think it's just a wee bit long and then that's more, probably fascinating. not like criticism. Fascinating criticism you know westerns are always a bit long but it's like mm, there's times I might cut it slightly just, come we're on
0: we're to have a disagreement here Wow. I kind of wish that this movie was longer.
1: I didn't look particularly like the ending. The ending could have been longer, to be fair. But
0: I'm I'm even thinking the stuff in Tombstone because see, even like my my reason for saying that's right. See, even the minor characters that come up, like Billy Zane coming in as the actor, yeah. you know what I mean. Billy Bob Thornton's popping about for like Aye. one scene in the movie, you know what I mean? Um, like even even the wee annoying current played by Ike played by Ike. Stephen Lang. I like all oh, these characters.
1: How different what, does uh, Stephen Lyon look in this? Like, how do you to make him a wee fat I, pie? He's a man. I found out
0: and five else. minutes ago it was him, mate. I found out five minutes ago it was him. I've watched I this movie like three times, had no fucking clue. No, that's
1: wild. I thought uh, a lot of them just wow, you couldn't believe it. Even Power's Booth, I was just like, how different does he look, man? That's wild. Yeah,
0: they um, all just like good. capture the characters, but like you see, it's Kurt Russell's movie. Like uh, he's he, he's the the fucking man. Like, do you think like? Cause see, the thing is, see under a different actor, I think Wyatt Earp is like quite Superman-like, and that he's like very morally righteous, sticks to his guns, like knows what he's all about. But is it just because Kurt Russell's so fucking cool that it works here? I just, I don't know that Wyatt
1: Earp really is that uh, yeah righteous. To be honest, no, I think he fucking loses his shit a couple of times. Like, and I think <laughs> it, it does he. He um like I don't know Val Kilmer's character um, Doc. Oh, he, yeah, he's gone on all the time about his hypocrisy and stuff like that. But like uh, realistically, I think it's Wyatt that that has a bigger kind of challenge with himself, like a bigger battle going on uh, internally yeah. about whether he's right or wrong. Um, and he I think sometimes just loses his shit, especially when his brothers get thrown into the fray. And um, you know. He actually does say that he's coming, you know, with like the wrath or my wrath of fucking God or something. He says, "No, I'm bringing hell with me." That's what he says. Yeah, because it's coming. like riding the riding and hell riding is the coming with
0: horse.
1: me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, and I, he's fucking lost right, his shit, and right. I think it ju- it just summed it up, um like again what we're saying about how he's ca- how he's carried the the film, um, mm. those yeah. scenes where he's particularly unhinged and he's just running about spraying uh, his revolvers you know I think that's kind of what they were intending to do with this film is like take all the sort of trope um, mm. shootings from normal westerns and kind of ramp it up a little bit because he was yeah. like literally charging in his horse through windows and all that. Like, <laughs> it was almost like uh, you know in Braveheart when he fucking he's, he's in a horse and he somehow comes in the window Yeah, uh, in Braveheart and you think it's good on okay, there that's what it was like they jumping through the windows and and sma- uh, smashing into bars i thought that was mad uh, it was mad it
0: was mad. like and the action the- scenes at the end like that could be its own movie in itself you know yeah. what i mean like and it's
1: that's so what, bloody that's what i liked that's what i liked about it there was like i said i think the length comes from for example the His relationship with this uh, this actress, I'm not Mm. overly bothered, you know. I like weakest part of the movie. I think it's a a movie in the early nineties, and you know, the female representation hasn't come, you know, come to the surface yet, um, which is sad. So to to have a damsel in distress that has literally no like real input in the in the movie until the very end like in the fifth sense yeah. that he's going to run away with her which again i'm like why are we promoting him just like running away with his wife you know because right.
0: like. the thing is right
1: as well i get that he's not like, to live part, and
0: follow his heart but <laughs> the funniest part of this movie is when they're like the, the voiceover to the end and it's like Mary died of a drug overdose. Not long after she left it yeah. <laughs> I'm like Aye, this it's already a happy ending. I thought <laughs> her yeah. character was just so completely unnecessary. The subplot of the, the wife like having this addiction um to what was it she was hooked on again?
1: That it it was, was like no, I don't know, because there was like opium
0: and the uh... opium, that was it. That was what she was hooked on. I like all the weird. cowboys and that were
1: obviously in the, the sort of opium like Oriental place or whatever. Like I don't know, it's just yeah. uh, um Yes, yeah, so I don't know if it was the same thing, but she uh, she was after tits when he came in all the time. And I just again, like, you you made that, you said that they're just there. It was so unnecessary. Like if he just didn't have a bud, and was going, yeah, to try and pursue that other change. last the next thing.
0: The story doesn't change it could still be like oh i just want a simple life you know what i mean like myself with my family i've got my brothers here and they've got their wives like i can settle down we don't need this like plot like because i was not interested at all in that love triangle and they tried so hard to make me care about it but i do think that's the the movie's only failing because i'm going to talk to you about my favorite character in this movie you've mentioned it before val kilmer as doc holiday this might be I think it's my favorite Val Gilmore performance. I think it's absolutely captivating. Mm-hmm. Every moment he's on screen, his introduction where he's playing poker in the bar, mm-hmm. as well. Like every minute, it's an almost like Heath Ledger and Dark Knight like performance. And every time he is on screen, my eyes are not leaving it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think he was excellent, and I, and I mean. The story with Doc Holiday and uh, getting TV and stuff, I think that mm-hmm. kind of adds to it because, well, for sure the makeup was pretty good. Like he stood out every single time that yeah. like you said on screen, and then uh, the way he played it was excellent. Like you said, that uh, that opening scene just carried all the way through. He had just serious arrogance about him, but he was clearly the f- the fastest out of everybody. You know, like as we as we see at the end, I and mean, he yeah. has, yeah, you know, Doc takes that position
0: that's such a good moment because you don't expect that because like, it's the climax of the movie they kind of, it seems like they, they sort of do the opposite of what you'd expect, because you'd expect Bill, Curly Bill to go last, like to be killed last and Johnny Ringo to be killed before uh, Bill aye, if that makes aye, sense aye, because be the um, I I they've done the sort of reverse as you would expect and the fact that it's uh, Doc who gets to uh, get the final blow in the movie really, so to speak you know what I mean? With yeah. that is is really cool. It has some great lines. I'll be your huckleberry. Betty is obviously iconic, but some of the other shit he says, like, it just makes me crack up. Uh, a lot. and It's like that woman you were talking about at the start. He just says things. That, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that, mate. <laughs> no one has ever said that or spoken in that way before. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the brothers? Are you a fan of the brothers?
1: Yeah, I mean, what? I like the brothers because... Um... I like, uh, is it Sam Elliott? Is that
0: his name? Sam Elliott's a bit of a dick these uh, this week. Like he was purely. <laughs> <this week. laughs> No, it was the last couple of weeks he was purely like, moaning about gay cowboys, and he's like, There was no gay cowboys. I'm like, Sam, there were gay cowboys in fucking Tombstone. Like, uh, I thinking about well. uh... <laughs> like, like, Why are you complaining? Like, you're literally in a movie with gay cowboys, and all of a sudden he's coming out and like, Oh, no men shag men in the West. They're just spat in saloons, you know what I mean? I'm just like, Fuck off. He's good <laughs> in this there. <laughs> you're, <laughs> like, you're not that <laughs> yeah. old, mate. That's down. what Jane Campion says. <laughs> like, Jane Campion. Campion was interviewed and she was like I think Sam forgets that he isn't actually a cowboy he's yeah like, mate, you've played a lot of movies as a cowboy shit but like
1: people have he's been gay for movie, a
0: long time
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> just like stories to
0: tell Sammy I like about the Greeks like hey, who are that? <laughs> <laughs> he's very good though yeah, he's a very good uh, so no, always, I, I, I like as an actor I think actor. what
1: the confrontations were good like um, uh, I'm, I'm sure of the actor for Morgan
0: but um, Bill Paxton. Bill now, Paxton, he, yeah. He holds a very distinct place in cinema history as the only man to be killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator, I believe, are the three things. So, That's yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's He was a, an icon. If you haven't seen Aliens... Have you seen Aliens? No,
1: nah, I haven't.
0: <laughs> he's, fucking, he's fucking iconic in Aliens, mate. Give it a watch. He's, yeah, he's I thought his was,
1: death was pretty... Was pretty... Good uh, on both parts. I mean the yeah, yeah. there's not some there's only so much he can do as just pretending to be dead, but uh I thought <laughs> Kurt, Russell's, um, Kurt Russell's reaction and stuff as well. And I mean the only part about that is like how come all the fucking families just burst out of the saloon? Like how did everybody know
0: where to go for that gunshot? Anyway,
1: uh we'll move on to that but
0: Do you know though? No, the other mistake did you not notice see when he goes outside, right? Uh, it rains in one long circle. Go Aye. back
1: and watch the scene exactly. <laughs> he's like, Get <laughs> away from me! It
0: always makes me howl, man. Like, that's the kind of little things about the movie that are kind of like shit. That's it's like, funny though, like... because,
1: yeah. I mean, I've obviously started by saying money well spent, and uh, like <laughs> you're pointing out these wee things. That I'm like, right, Hold on, 25 million? Come on, yeah. You get, like, at least I'll be square. Fucking
0: <laughs> get a better red machine. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> Still a scene no. And it's very, very. You can tell if he's going to direct. That's where he sort of directed himself. He's just like, the focus is on me. And I am in the middle of the frame. And I'm in the rain. And I'm being dramatic because my brother's just died. And All he's right. just going to sit in me for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shout and yeah Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's
1: just so it's good. I just I really did enjoy it and I like the you know McMaster's character again. I don't know the uh don't know the actor McMaster. Do you recognise um, him from anything else though? Yeah, well, he's in he's in uh Garden's Galaxy and he's Yeah, in, yeah, Michael Rooker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's his name. Uh um, he's so young here. I think this is the earliest I've seen him. Yeah, for sure, because yeah. I was thinking um what you call it? Walking dead. Uh Yes. Is that around yes, um, about the same time probably Garden of Galaxy or slightly before but that would have been yeah, the, the well. earliest I've seen him until yeah that for sure there's a few yes. kind of early actors, uh, early actors, older actors that had popped up in here that you wouldn't recognize in The Young to be fair. And um, Tommy Saden
0: Church is also in it he was the Sandman in Spider-Man 3 as well
1: yes so, okay
0: yeah and and obviously No Way Home as well yep um, so he shows up as a member of the gang the villains are just fucking class as well no nah, it
1: was a, again like we, we've obviously done the the boba show and, and spoke about the baptism by fire but like mm. again it was just very like that uh, the, the amount of waves and attack that they had to do to like pick off all these people it's good because you just you know just you got used to seeing their faces as yeah villains. you know what i mean they obviously had um you know the men in force and a lot of mm-hmm. nobodies a lot of extras that probably don't get screen time but in the you know they had the the main faces that they got to see just get picked off <laughs> throughout the end of the yeah. Movie. That was good. yeah exactly
0: and i hated i hated 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 the fucking sheriff guy as well yeah I hate him. absolutely hated him but you know
1: but good because yeah he was doing his good doing a good job i thought of yeah So a whiter uh to be fair he was such a fucking you know I like, was just like
0: the bartender who? <laughs> the bars end though. Uh, That's good though. Are we I melting, don't know. melting something. Melting Aye. something? Uh, but that will see the thing is like, seeing a movie like this when it's like, I always think a period piece would be a fucking bastard to shoot. Because everything needs to sort of be like exactly. accurate and makes you feel immersed in it. You know what I mean? And it it comes down to you lead characters like that. Like the bartender has to convince you
1: that he's a bartender back in like the old days. Again, a lot of those bar scenes I really enjoyed. I liked the tense, how tense it would get. You know, I thought it got a good balance of like being tense but Mm -hmm. not like too over the top. It did feel, as I said, it did feel a bit Disney, like at points. but Yeah. I thought it, it got a good intensity and a good uh, um a good grasp of how I don't know how weak men are without guns if that makes sense like you know yeah. a, a lot of them are too scared to actually fight you know and for example the ve- the very first scene in the bar when he does end up slapping the guy up the dealer um mm. I just thought that, yeah again that was a good scene of just showing how powerless uh, he is like
0: without a gun. Yeah, and even exactly. uh, it's the it's the lack of fear in the face of a gun as well from yeah. from kurt russell which exactly. is wild because kurt russell was very much pro guns and in real life um so the fact he's like we been analyzing this this character as being like yeah why he's like he's like anti-gun he doesn't need it real men don't carry guns you know what i mean and it's like kurt russell's like don't take the guns away <laughs> i like, like <my, laughs> oh like my firearms so. uh. but i think i think that's right and i think you have a movie like this right and westerns like don't often like i don't know if they intentionally analyze like masculinity you know what I mean, but I think Tombstone's certainly one of the ones that that does, you know. Yeah. And it's it is why Erp. It just comes down to him. He's like a man of honor until the time is right where he has to like stand up and be counted. You know what I mean? And he knows when that time comes. So yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think I don't know. You can go back. There's a whole shit. There was a whole thing where Westerns back in the day, and it was like Real Bravo was made as a response to I think High Noon because Howard Hawks, who made Rio Bravo, didn't Mm -hmm. agree with the form of masculinity he saw being portrayed in High Noon because they wanted to try and avoid violence in that movie. And Howard Hawks was just like, no.
1: (laughs) Rio Bravo came after it to just basically... Yeah, yeah, Rio Bravo was like a a response to
0: it. He was like, no, men men should be men. I'm going to cast John Wayne, Dean Martin. And we're gonna have a great fucking time, and I do offer you a just like that. To be fair,
1: <laughs> were they were they both before Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid?
0: Yes. Oh my yeah. God, have you seen Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid?
1: Yeah, you gave it to me once. You gave it to uh, me. Oh age. my God! Yes.
0: Yeah. How good is that movie? That was oh, like that was the great. last of that era, man. Yeah. That would that's a movie we should talk about again sometime, on this, because that that's good. such an interesting production on that for one. Like, the real movie wasn't available until, like, the late 90s, I want to say, because the studio refused to release it. Like, I think the director, if I, I might be talking shite, but there's a story here where someone had to, like, break into somewhere to get the cut of the movie, That's essentially. to re- I had To release it in it, you know what I mean? And That's it's such weird. a better cut. Like, the, the, the director's cut, the, the longer cut, is so much better. Um But that movie is really good, because that movie is really about the end of the Western era, and I think... Tombstone touches on that as well because we get that bit at the end with the narration when it's like "Why Earp lived until like Aye. 1920 whatever and he got to see like the birth of Hollywood and like movie stars who were portraying like mm-hmm. the Western heroes of his day. Like that's really wild when you get to think about it. You know what I mean? Because even like it must have been like how weird must have been for like World War II soldiers and stuff like that to see movies made about it. Like 100%. Like, I imagine it's, it's sort of the same thing, man. Westerns are a really fucking good thing. I'm glad we've done like three, and I'm glad we've done like three really different ones, like Django. With uh, Django is like just really completely different. Into it, it's, it's high so distant it's,
1: from the yeah. traditional western. It's just a, yeah. literally a, a <laughs> like a pop culture movie, and yeah. a West, but, in western costume, <laughs> like Bo- bloody
0: bloody revenge. Quentin Tarantino changing history again, sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, which he likes to do. It's still,
1: still an excellent, you know, piece of film.
0: Yeah. And, like and then we, we did brought back, which is a it's a western because it's set in the west and it involves cowboys. And then, but it's a romance. You know what I mean. So it's completely mm-hmm. different as to what the hundred percent any other western, movie. but this is probably the most like traditional western. Yeah, other. this is
1: the closest to I suppose. Um Yeah, obviously, know, like, I've, I've seen the other two. And, and and really like really in fact loved them both to be fair. So You've, um, I
0: didn't know you'd seen Brokeback Man actually. I knew obviously I knew you'd seen Django. I don't think. I know uh, I've seen I seen both. Yeah, yeah, my first mental. Oh. you did you watch westerns when you were younger? Like in terms of not really. Like, did your gran and, like... My grandpa used to
1: have work. a few Westerns that I watched, to be fair. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest, the closest thing that I watched consistently is to a Western would have been Blazing Saddles. <laughs> uh, <which laughs> is cause that should be so cancelled, it's ridiculous. And, and like, uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino has essence of that and you know I think that he knows his boundaries but like Blazing Saddles is not one of those boundaries it's ridiculous I don't um,
0: know if Quentin Tantino knows his boundaries he just well I don't just know I pure like, by pure luck <laughs> like, probably <laughs> I'm not saying it's the same as Blazing Saddles I will say for like it's that there's some really funny moments still in Blazing Saddles the bits that are not you know terrible um but like yeah. it's uh it's uh who is it Mel Brooks does that movie yeah. Um, yeah
1: Brooks, just G-doward. watch on Frankenstein just watch yeah, just watch young Frankenstein instead probably. And just enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do I, I do I've not watched it in a while, but yeah, that was that was just one as as you said. You brought it up. You said you know your grandpa or something like that.
0: No well my, I just know like my grand my gran and my grand granddaughter used to love watching some westerns like yeah. uh, Wayne. Um, and all see that, John the, Wayne, the, the, the uh, searchers and stuff.
1: and stuff. That's the stuff that I really probably haven't touched. And the the Pat Garrett, yeah, I gave alone of and right. I think I'm not sure I've seen Real Bravo, but what was the when you Rio Bravo? Like, you'd
0: like because uh, it's very sing along. High noon, um, high, moon, and high noon, high um, noon. But Rio so, well, Bravo.
1: The, see the only thing is I've only ever watched westerns when they've been like on the telly. Uh, it was one of those things that like you know I'd come home. Turn on classic and, movies. Or,
0: yeah, stuff exactly. Like
1: that. And yeah, just getting but caught
0: up on it you know you'd like Real Bravo just because it's Dean Martin in it as well
1: yeah you know
0: no, I mean? I like, like, you've definitely shown machines for that as well and I'd nah, probably enjoy that that's a really good nice really good scene do you think do you think there's room for this type of western today and obviously you've actually yeah I think it is, Mandalorian
1: I think, I think you just go whole hog with it you have gay cowboys you have like mm. plenty of female leads like you just, do you know what I mean? You embrace all the things that Westerns are supposed to not be, uh, yes. but, make, but make it an actual Western. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? There's no, no I reason get, I why that totally can <laughs> Yeah,
0: this, they try to do it with the Magnificent Seven, just, maybe, but actually... This
1: particular um, uh, conflict of, like, whether they have guns or not, that's something that you could definitely use today um, mm. because it's, it's so relevant now. And, yeah. I mean, uh, we're only obviously talking... Um, 20 years, but it's it's more relevant now than it probably was then.
0: I'd quite like to watch The Heart of the Fall, actually. Um, but,
1: yeah, I think you, you give you give so the floor that. to to somebody that can carry it, like um, like a Kurt Russell of the modern day, and you yeah. you're, you're with Who it, would that be?
0: Who is, who is the Kurt Russell
1: of the modern it's day? It's so mad, right, because it's just on Kurt Russell right before I answer that question. Do you not think, like, me and Bethany were talking about it earlier Kurt Russell, Patrick Swayze and Jeff Bridges, right? See, if you mm. just like look at them all side by side yeah. and you look at them all throughout different periods of their life, you could honestly like have 40 odd different pictures there and you would get so many wrong of who you actually thought it was. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, at you. certain angles, Kurt Russell as Jeff Bridges and Jeff Bridges is Kurt Russell. And Patrick Swayze yeah. when he's younger looks like Kurt Russell when he's younger but then Jeff Bridges when he's younger doesn't look like either of them. But Jeff Bridges without a beard looks like Kurt Russell. It's like a mad fucking, it's, I don't know. Inception. inception of and it. there, there, yeah. there maybe, maybe it's just Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is that much of an egomaniac that he's created three personalities. <laughs> but, I, I, he he I, I don't like how I've called him me. an egomaniac. That's Russell. not what I meant to do. I just
0: pointed out some things. No, but he is. He's, <laughs> ego.
1: he's actually ego from fucking... Dark
0: he is ego, actually. Yeah, that's
1: so, true. So, right, he's actually created... A part of the universe where Patrick Swayze dies and he, uh-huh. no, he's actually Patrick Swayze. He goes back and kills that person, renames him so that he's Patrick Swayze. So that oh. Kurt, Kurt Russell then becomes famous in this time timeline. Do you know what I mean? That, Jeff oh, like Bridges, this, that's Jeff like the Bridges, Bridges does Mike Lebowski, ruins his career. All of a sudden, uh, Kurt Russell is now Jeff, Jeff Bridges and Jeff Bridges is a shit Kurt Russell. That's what's happening. Now there's
0: uh, your movie. That's a
1: movie, mate. How
0: good is that movie? <laughs> I know, <there's> a movie. <laughs> I do have to say, you're talking about like modern westerns. The harder they fall on Netflix, I'm still to watch. But it's Jonathan Majors, who obviously we talked about in Loki, who's very good. He's the lead mm-hmm. in it. Uh, with Idris Elba, he Beats, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, LaKeith Stanfield. It's an all-black cast, um, essentially. Nice. Uh, Damon Wayans as well from like scary movie fame and stuff oh, okay. <laughs> he, he pops up and the other guys as well i don't know if it was you i was talking to about this the other night i was trying to figure out who played like the other two detectives and the other guys and i've decided i think it's J- damon waynes and rob Riggle. um but i have oh, right, to look right. it up but i think that's who they fight the funeral and stuff like that so um but <laughs> um about of 10 for tombstone what would you give it
1: uh, yeah, an eight. I think a strong eight. Nice, a strong eight. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I say, probably go about any... a little bit with the the side plots, uh, the sort of the stuff with his wife. I just felt like if you're going to do it and you have it in there, like really make me want it. Like I don't, I didn't need it at all. Uh, and that's what yeah. I think made it weak at times. I think for a two-hour and ten-minute movie, you're wanting to cut like twenty minutes of a lot of that that lovely, you know long gazing into the distance like as she watches him and shit. i really don't don't need that enough um but probably more of the the slow talking doc holiday because that was like good yeah that also gone out but it was good like i really as i said it built up real good tension and was in the the bar scenes and stuff so
0: i feel cheated of al kilmer a bit because of the generation we grew up in like because he got cancer um at a point that I think oh, kind of really? took him out for a wee while.
1: Yeah, Didn't know yeah, that.
0: yeah, I I think he shows back, he like, had a documentary out last year called Val, um, which right. basically sort of covers his life and tells his story a wee bit. Mm. Um, but obviously, he played Moses and he voiced Moses in Prince of Egypt, which yeah. is a movie I know we both enjoy. So, yeah, I suppose there's there's always that. Um, but before we go, I wanted to touch on the Oscars, where like, last last week the other night can't remember man so it's, it's all went by so fast too many will smith memes uh no. <laughs> have passed since then i don't even I want know. to talk about the will smith thing because it's like will smith shouldn't have slapped him like let's there's there's really no other takes let's move on you know I, I
1: mean? it's, it's actually funny it's baffling how many people in, in the meme saying uh something about slapping people uh, normalize slapping people who get white and like Yes, it's funny, like, because it's funny because the terminology using that. Yeah. But realistically, like, he didn't get right. He's a comedian who made a joke. Yeah. Like,
0: that's like, his fucking Exactly. Job. Whether the joke was funny or not is another thing. Because, I, like, you know, the
1: joke I, was, like, that offensive. Uh, like, I don't know. Vicky, javis said said worse?
0: Yeah. Vicky Gervais, I would actually fully endorse this lap. But anyway, we're actually... We're, <laughs> <laughs> Dune won six awards, right? And the main thing I want to talk to you about is to just get your opinion on the logic of this, right? Dune was my favourite of the Oscar-nominated movies. I thought it was brilliant. And I think you would love Dune. Like, it's right up your street in terms Aye. of the world. And build I bought
1: the book stuff like that. fucking ages ago, and if anyone knows me, I don't read books. I get. Books. You don't read. I love. You that don't I, read. reading, I don't read books. Fucking. You don't read.
0: read. Just watch the fucking movie. <laughs> like, yeah, movies I the It's is fucking movie. brilliant. It's the same director as Blade Runner
1: 2049. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: No, I knew that. So I, mean, same I aesthetic.
1: I've, I was so buzzing for it to come out. I uh, uh, yeah. Don't really know what happened. Actually, I just <laughs> passed me by. Just time. You know what I mean? Just um, time. But even if you were, you get maybe still go in the showcase or something
0: maybe, maybe, maybe one, maybe after the Oscars but one, it won six Oscars, right yeah. the nearest um, winner of the most Oscars won three and that was Coda, now I haven't seen Coda but I think it's a very charming movie um, and I'm happy for Troy Kutzer, who won Best Supporting Actor because like, he's not a well-known actor and was sort of struggling for years and stuff like that, so apparently this will do really good big things for him and his family so yeah. really good stuff about death representation and stuff do you think a movie that is nominated for Best Picture wins six Oscars? Should, do you not think it would be logical for its director to at least be nominated for Best Director?
1: Ah, uh, of course, yeah. So, yeah, and if he wasn't. He, wasn't, he even
0: wasn't nominated. That's so interesting. Wasn't even nominated. That's so fucking shit. <laughs> like, this is, this, this, These are the things that How's... infuriate me about the logic of the Oscars, how that can happen. Do they think that the best visual effects, best cinematography, best film editing, best sound, best production design and best score all happened themselves? Do you think the movie that you deem is good <laughs> enough to be nominated <laughs> for Best Picture? Yeah, did no one direct it? But did they watch the same movie as me? Because I, I don't mean... I am not here to slam Kenneth Branagh. That is not what I'm here to do. I'm happy he won Best Original Screenplay because the quieter bits of Belfast I enjoyed. But anyone could have made Belfast. I don't think anyone could have made Dune the way it was made. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it infuriates, yeah. me, infuriates me to see he wasn't even nominated. Having said that, uh, Ariana De Boas also won Best Supporting Actress for play. Wait, League.
1: so it was I'm the original story. screenplay for Dune? Uh, who was that? No,
0: that was, that was Belfast.
1: No, Kenneth no, who, was, who was that? Though? Sorry, who, who was the screenplay writer? <laughs> oh, I don't know
0: who wrote the screenplay for it. was an adapted screenplay though, for because it was the book mind.
1: Well, that's so, what I was going to say. Is that, I, I, yeah, that would be my response to that, to be honest. Like, that's maybe when I do see original screenplay winning by someone. Oh, who, no,
0: I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't mind Belfast, yeah, there but yeah. Kenneth Branagh was nominated for best director ahead of. Uh, Denis Villeneuve right. is what oh, that I'm makes saying. no sense okay yeah so that's that's my that's my point of contention I got the um, t- is, man,
1: I thought you were just gonna kind of have a no I'm ride. happy I, for him
0: I'm ha- happy with Kenny yeah. now at this point I'm happy that you won but Denis Villeneuve
1: gave one of the best performances of all time I know but you're right in saying that how does where's even the
0: logic in that I fuck knows how the
1: academy Choose anything because uh, there's always. a lot
0: of voting. It's like the individual bodies who vote and stuff. So it's like the directors in the academy vote for best director, and like the actors vote for the acting categories, and the writers vote for the writing categories, categories, and then everyone votes for best picture. So
1: it's definitely a man. Denis Villeneuve must have been up to something. He's either someone trying, must have always wanted no, to like a, or something. He and, seems like,
0: like, like a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: probably he seems to like a nice guy. Do you know who was exposed? Did you see who
0: was exposed in Academy Wars? Orbs? Actually, Timothy Chalamet was pretty exposed, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a very nice outfit that he had on. He wore a blazer with no shirt. Excellent. It was great. That is style. That is men's fashion. That is men's fashion. That's swam in the first season, mate. You should. Mate, Tula Chalamet. (laughs) Tula Chalamet. Chalamet.
1: if
0: you don't I will be disappointed just wear the I'll just wear the waistcoat no jacket no shirt yeah. that's <laughs> too WWE people think you're there for Wrestlemania
1: uh, <laughs> that, that's like, Aye, true yeah. okay, to well, like Johnny Knoxville that. yeah <laughs> that,
0: that's what we should do we should do Jackass forever uh, at one point because that's that's a great movie anyway that has been that has been a fun show I've enjoyed oh, it. I've
1: enjoyed fun. it it's a good movie <laughs> and, uh, yeah I could ask look at that for a while to be fair but
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, but you have a I'm
1: getting weary, I'm getting weary and I've got half a bit of heat, so.
0: Yeah, you're up early, you're going to the, the races tomorrow. Yeah, I'm so. going to watch
1: the ponies. The ponies, right.
0: the ponies. Well, anyway, enjoy. In fact, we need to talk off air because next month we're leading up to the 100th episode, right? So me, you and Nicky, we'll announce it now. 100th episode, we're going oh. to Avatar. Right? That's, that's a lot, we know we're doing that. But what oh, I'm thinking sweet. is. Oh,
1: I can heal them all it. Really. All two of the fans can hear them do. What
0: I'm thinking is that this month in April, I'll pick an episode, we'll we'll do it apart. So I'll pick an episode for a movie I've not seen. Nikki will pick one, you'll pick one, and then we'll come together for the 100th. Does that sound good?
1: That sounds good.
0: So have a wee look, see what you haven't seen on Netflix or whatever you fancy, and we'll put it in. I can tell you right now, dear listener, that my episode next month is going to be the Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway. Comedy, Bride Wars. So, stay tuned tuned for that. And (laughs) in the meantime, it's goodbye for me and for Jack
1: (laughs) Mate, that is shocking. I love you. Bye bye.